Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulil kareem. Amma ba'd, a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytani rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Rabbi shrahli swadri wa yasilli amri wa hlul uqdatam min lisani yafqahu qawli Subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma'allamtana innaka antal alimul hakeem All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O Allah, we beseech Thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deception of the Satan and the evil of our souls. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. Alhamdulillah, today is the first of Zulhijjah 1442, and we thank Almighty Allah Jalla for all His recurring bounties that He alone is showering upon us and the Ummah and Muslimah. So, what we do today now is the report back of last week's activities. Very, very sad week for us. Allah Jalla make it easy. Alhamdulillah, the morning program went very well, and thereafter the Q&A also Monday night with the help and mercy of Allah Jalla and the Tafsir program, Bless of Marriage, all Alhamdulillah. Then Tuesday we heard about the demise and death of Haji Suleiman Dokrat. So you know, before the lockdown for four or five years, I used to go and teach there in the Darulum in the Madrasa of Mawlana Muhammad, Mawlana Ahmed Dokrat. And I used to go every first, every second month, sometimes every month, depending on the occasion and so forth. So Alhamdulillah, I got became very, very close to the family and so forth, you know. And with Aziz Suleiman and the family, all of them, Allah Jalla Wala grant him, remember the highest, highest stages in Jannatul Firdos. I'll speak about it just now when I went there on Saturday. And despite all the wealth Allah gave them, there was no sign of arrogance and pride and all that, you know. So that is a great, great quality. How many people in China and other places embrace Islam because of him? So Allah Ta'ala grant him Jannatul Firdaus, Allah Ta'ala grant the family Sabri Jamil. Then Wednesday we know all the drama that took place, you must remember, politically and so forth, and the arrest of the former president. Then Thursday we had another shock, and that was after Maghrib when we came back. Then our brother, our Haji Muhammad Ikhlas, our director of Marqa Sahaba, the owner of Capital Group. So he was kidnapped, make dua, we beg all of you, appeal to all of you, make special, special dua that all Maitallah returns our brother safe and sound, that he must not be harmed in any way between his beloved family, his parents, wife and children, the brother, sister, all of them to all of us. So we make dua, Allah majma' baynahu wa bayna ahlihi. Ajil and Ghaira Ajil. Ya Allah, bring back our brother Haji Muhammad Ikhlas safe and sound. Quickly, Ya Allah, without any delay, Ya Allah, have mercy on the children, on the parents, on the family, Ya Allah, Jalla Wala. 
So we see Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So four nights already have passed. Allah Jalla Wala make it easy for all. Friday morning, so I was still busy reading and Quran or, you know, my mamulat or something. And I got the call from my cousin Sikandar. And he, he told me, my uncle's son, I only had one uncle left in the entire world, my father's brother. And Ibrahim, Hussein, Ibrahim Osman Hussein, he is 92 years old Islamically, just going to 90 and all that is a Gregorian calendar. In fact, yesterday was his birthday, you know, if you work with a Gregorian calendar. So he passed away on a Mubarak day of Jumu'ah Friday. And, you know, I used to speak to him quite often. And he used to get very, very happy. Some two, few times I made a special trip just to visit him. Or when he was very well, I made a trip there twice or thrice to get the family history and so forth. Because he was the eldest, you know, to tell us about our family and our family, how they came to South Africa and what have you. So Allah blessed him, mashallah, with the death on Friday. Man that whosoever passes away on a Friday, the day or the night of Friday, so with Iman and Islam, Allah Jalla protects that person from the torment of the grave till the day of Qiyamah. So Allah Jalla grant our Bamli Kaka, as we used to call him Ibrahim Kaka, our uncle, paternal uncle, for 82 years he kept fast. Think of that. We must remember this year, Ramadan, he didn't miss one fast. At a ripe old age of 90, Taraweeh in the masjid, he read 28, 27 Taraweeh in the masjid. He must two or three according to the family. Imagine, Himmat Maruda, Madade Khuda. And you know, two and a half years ago or so, our Kaki, our auntie passed away. And six months ago, his beloved son, that is Aslam, passed away. So then after that, I could see that, you know, obviously we believe a person will pass away on the appointed time. But from a human perspective, remember all this takes its toll and you could see that now he's getting very depressed and so forth. So we make dua that Allah Jalla Wala grant our Hafiz Zahir and our brother Sikandar and sister Razia, all of them, you know, Sabri Jameel, Allah grant our uncle and Jannatul Firdaus Al-A'la, our duas are there, obviously. See, two lessons you must always learn. Mustafa Rahmatulil Alameen Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught us Al Khala to be Manzilatil Um that the Khala, the Masi, she takes the place of the mother. So therefore your auntie, your maternal auntie, your mother's sister, you say Khala, Masi, whatever, she is like a mother. Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said Al Ammu Sinu Abi that the uncle, the chacha, the kaka, the father's brother, he is like your father. So we must always remember this. This is our Islamic teaching. So we must have contact. Allah Jalla Wala reward my nephew, Maulana Muhammad Ridwan Hussein. You know, I was thinking that now how are we going to go? Because now it is all this uh, lockdown business. You need permit. And it's going to different provinces. So he came in, mashallah, we arranged that. You know, the, uh, our brother Tariq Suleiman sent us the funeral notice, all the details. So as we went, then mashallah, we were going well, and they were telling us what time they're going to start the gusal and so forth. We said, no, we'll be there in time, inshallah. So there was a stop there, and they stopped us, you know, asking us that what you're going for. We showed them that they said, fine. 
So around quarter to 12, 10 to 12, we were there at the graveyard. We went straight there. And mashallah, that they all just arrived that time. So our brother Sikandar, I gave a talk with Robert to advise the people. And he told me exactly 12 o'clock. In fact, I had my watch, it seemed about half a minute before 12. He said, start the janazah salat because it's Friday also. So I performed the salatul janazah and then the burial and then dua and so forth with the help and mercy of Allah. Then Mashura was made. Qarisab is the Imam there, mashallah, in Potter's room. So his suggestion was we should make Jumma Salat there at the graveyard. So I asked my brother and my brother Sikander, and then what we're going to do? He said, no, it's a good idea. So mashallah, I must place on record that the burial team there in Potter's room, immaculate the graveyard cemetery, very well looked after, and they were there in their uniforms and all that, you know, that special protective gear and what have you, because uncle, now according to people, he passed away with corona and so forth, COVID-19. So Allah Jalla will make it easy, and then we had there so I gave a talk also for five seven minutes and then mashallah the khutbah salat all that took place there at Qadisab he must perform the salat I'll give the khutbah so that also took place there mashallah we worried about now because majority of the mosque are also closed Allah Ta'ala have mercy on us you know this is the time people should be going more and more to the mosque but the mosque are closed inna lillahi wa inna rajiun sad sad situation Thereafter, lunch and all that by Brother Sikandar's place, and then I went to visit my family members, and then, you know, our Bamli Kaka's family, that his daughter, and them were there, and the family there. So Allah Ta'ala make it easy for all of them. Then Asr time, we were back here, we read Salat here in the Sufi Masjid, mashallah, with Allah Ta'ala's help and mercy. So Allah Ta'ala accept everyone's khidmat and so forth. That was Friday. So Saturday, I already informed Maulana Ahmed Dukrat, Muhammad Dukrat, that I will be coming there, inshallah, Saturday morning. So I was there just between 10.30 and about quarter to 11, and, you know, I met all of them. Mawana Ahmed, Mawana Muhammad and the family and so forth spoke to their mother also, auntie. And she's a Maman, so I spoke to her in Maman also. Allah Ta'ala give her sabr, you know. And I told that, told her in Maman, you know, Haji Suleiman Jara Maru Bo Ocho Juranta Dunyame. Haji Suleiman Dokrat, you know, 200 shops and all that. They got fashion world in South Africa, neighboring countries. But what he did for Deen, what he did for the ulama, for the Dalulums, for the Tablik Jamaat, for anybody who was really in need, you know, 4,000 people in the Janazah Salat. Lockdown, no lockdown people were there. Remember that. So can you imagine and two people embrace Islam after his death? And that is the male nurses were there, one male white and one uh, African Mawlana Ahmed said to me that the white person embraced Islam on his end and the African brother on Mawlana Muhammad's end. See all the signs. So Allah Jalla Allah grant him also Jannatul Firdaw. So I told him, see Mawlana Ahmed wa Muhammad, there's nobody here. The people will come just now. My suggestion, let us go to the graveyard. He said, very good. So mashallah, the two of them, myself and his one brother there, and they call him Pele. Pele is a very good soccer player here. Not the Pele of Brazil. This is our own Pele. So he was very, very close, you must remember, to Haji Suleiman Dokrat. So I asked Pele, Pele, we make him, what's his name? He said that his name is Haji Farooq Akub. 
So remember that he's also closely, you know, related to our Haji Muhammad Ikhlas and his family. So anyway, four of us we went and then we made dua and all that. And he's buried in his mother's grave. Subhanallah. You know? So all these are excellent, excellent signs. So mashallah, then we came back and people were just coming and going, coming and going. The house is so busy, you can't believe, you know. So there, there is one dear friend of mine and another Dokrat from Newcastle, our brother Haji Yusuf Dokrat. Haji Yusuf Dokrat, when I resigned from Dalum, Newcastle, a deep story this is. So he told me, he came there or phoned me that, he told me, what you doing? So I told him, I don't know, I will see. So this was something more Qasim Shema could never understand. When I gave him, you know, my resignation, he had just two, three lines, you know. And I told him, I'm resigning and, you know, forgive me for my shortcomings and Allah Ta'ala accept all of what you're doing at Darlum and Allah Ta'ala give it the give it progress. That's all finished. He said, my beep half that I'm tearing it up now and now I said, more you can do what you want. Me, I'm out of the picture now. So after everybody came to know and all that story, so Yusuf Dokrat, his marhum, Allah Ta'ala grant him and his son also Farooq and his father all of them, all passed away on a Friday. Three generations, I'll explain to you. He told me, what you going to do? So I said, I don't know. So I said, what you going to do? I said, hey, we should be Urdu. I said, what you So he found it amazing, you know. And for real, I just stayed there that few months, and then I joined Channel Islam and so forth. So all but Allah accepted Allah. Wonderful 20 years there. And here also, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. So he told me, come meet me in the office. I didn't even know where his office properly. Anyway, he took out that world, you know, the globe, and told me which country we're going to. So I told him, Yusuf, don't mess me around, please. He said, no, I'm telling you, me and you, we go, wherever you say. So I said, put America. So he said, okay, Canada, his brother is there. Then he said, Yemen. Then I said, Umrah, because Yemen to Makkah, Madinah is not so far. So like that, we went, mashallah, and everything. But I didn't really like it, you know. The things there. But anyway, that some people heard I was there and all that. So they sent me an invitation before Ramadan, please come here. So I told them, fine, I'll come, but I'll come this time with my wife. Then Yusuf uh, arranged for my wife also the visa, at that time 10-year visa, America, and three-year visa for Canada and all that. So Allah reward him. Lo and behold, in 2002, he passes away. Tragic accident just outside Newcastle, he and his son on the Friday. So from here we went for the janazah and so forth, I had to perform it. Then after a few years, his father passed away also on a Friday. Allah grant all of them Jannatul Firdaus. Allah grant our Maad, Dokrat, Sabre, Jamil, all the family. Anyway, so Yusuf's son is a doctor. And, you know, now he's becoming a specialist, Dr. Mohammed Dokrat. When I went to Kimberley also, I went to meet him. He was doing his internship there. So I contacted him. I told him, Mohammed, I must meet you. So, mashallah, he came and all that, you know, he said he's half an hour, 40 minutes away. I said, no, if you're not in the hospital working, come here. So, mashallah, I wanted he must meet Dr. Molana, Dr. Mohammed Dokrat, must meet Mohana Ahmed and Mohana Mohammed Dokrat. So we all met that first time, like they were meeting and so forth. They're not family, they say, but anyway, so I said, now nah, you're family, inshallah, you just contact one another and so forth. So that was another good thing. Then I left from there and arrived in Heidelberg about 1.30, read Zohar Salat, then lunch with the family and so forth. Then my neighbor there, Bashir Abba, he passed away 80 years old. So I went there to sit there also. You see, when you go to these houses, now there's widows there, 
And you know the son there, Ashraf. I know him from a young child, you know, young boy, Heidelberg, you know. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man azza, the thakla, whosoever goes to a widow, you don't have to be alone with her. Obviously, she can be at the back, then her sons and that will be in front. So you go and console them, you offer, you know, ta'ziya, your sympathies and so forth, condolences, kusiya burdan fil jannah. You, the person who went there, Allah will give you a shawl from jannah. So in Islam, we have all these things, the hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif. So we must practice on that. So they appreciated it. Allah Ta'ala grant him all the marhum in there. Thereafter, mashallah, my cousin Abdul Qadir Sharif, he is also sick. So I went to visit him and so forth and so on. Then I told my nephew Muhammad, mashallah, and his flowers, you know, Hamza and Yusra. Hamadu, Hamad is the latest arrival that he was sleeping. So I didn't meet him. Then there were two flowers. They are excited when I'm there, you know. So Allah Ta'ala make them next. Ali, Pius, Kurata, Ayun. I told Muhammad, I must go graveyard, you know. So mashallah, we went to the graveyard, made dua for everybody there, our family, my father, mother, two brothers, brother-in-law, and all those. And the one, the Katrada family, you know, that somebody passed away there also, the lady. So Allah Ta'ala grant them all Jannah will fill those. So this is what we have to spend our time there, do good deeds. Then we came back by a certain time I was back from Heidelberg also. Oh, no, Maghrib time. We did Asr there. So in Heidelberg and there after Maghrib time, just before Maghrib, because there was a moon issue. So we know the moon sum is there in Saudi. They already, you understand, announced Sunday will be the first. Today is the second there. So by us here, there was no sighting. And remember that 30 days was yesterday and today is the first. So next week, inshallah, will be, you must remember, the uh, Wednesday will be Eid al-Adha, inshallah al-Aziz. So I had to go to Porch on Friday. Saturday was Pretoria and Heidelberg. And then Sunday, I told my wife, now I'm exhausted and tired so I just want to rest in the morning because afternoon I have the program then all this news started coming out the looting, the plundering and so forth and so on we need to do three things number one is Muslims then humanity at large you know, non-Muslims also everyone needs to do some real introspection what have we really done from 94, they told us freedom, democracy does that. For kafarat bi'an and what has happened, that we took the bounties of Allah for granted, and we became more and more ungrateful. That the pornography came inside, the gambling came inside, the wine and twine came inside, fornication, adultery, gay business came. We have become corrupted ourselves as far as Islam goes. So many vices in our own homes. So when we do that, anywhere in the world, Allah is teaching us. Allah will give you a punishment. One, there will be poverty, hunger, look at the fear. Everyone, wherever we are, we got fear. Now the army comes in so little, so late. I'm amazed, you know, with these politicians. If you ask me, incompetent, hopeless, and useless, if you are majority of them. So this is our actions, remember that. That is our belief. So Quran is teaching us, the Sunnah is teaching us. So everyone, simple example I'm giving you. 
These nine days that are left now, today is the first, and Eid is next week, Wednesday. So let us turn more and more to Almighty Allah. At night, you make some extra ibadat. Qiyami Laylatul Qadri. It's like making ibadat on Laylatul Qadr, the night of majesty and destiny. And thereafter, we must start fasting. More and more fast we keep. Qiyami Sanatin. It's like fasting for one whole year, the hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif. Abundant zikr, tilawat of Quran, tawbah. Brothers are getting kidnapped, our Haji Muhammad Ikhlas, our Hafiz Ismail Akunji, so many other people we don't even know in other parts of the world. What about our Yatama and Usara? What about the widows and so forth? Our children incarcerated. So you must remember all these halat conditions are in front of us. Cry to Allah. People are watching more and more soccer and cricket and tennis and films and movies and lockdown, kill time. Inna lillahi. Remember the biggest crime committed by this government is closing our masajid and the places of worship. You know, beside this whole former president business, that the people are protesting. And remember, there are two, three other reasons. The lockdown has made the people depressed, you must remember. People don't have work. There's hunger. So this was for them. I don't justify it. I don't condone it. I condemn it. But for them, this was a golden opportunity. Looting, plundering everything. And they will go anywhere to steal, to do whatever they want to do. We must condemn it. But look at it from their side. (coughs) The lockdown has finished them up. They don't have jobs. The government is not interested. They got their own corruption. Where's the 500 billion that came? Nobody knows. Where are the other billions? Nobody knows. The money is just trillion, trillion rand has left South Africa and corruption in South Africa. Go ask the specialists and the experts in this field. So, and the next one is that you must remember every person wants to pray. Whether we are Muslims, we want to pray in the mosque. Whether they're Christians, they want to pray in the church. Whether they're non-Muslims, they want to pray in the temple. What you did, you close our places. That apartheid never did that. And then our people, you know what must I tell you, who went to court, Mulvies and all of them, to close the masjid. So Allah's curse be upon them. So you must remember these type of things there, that that has brought about people suffer from spiritual depression, remember that. That now they feel they can't connect. We can't connect anywhere, but our masajid must be open. The places of worship must be open. People are looting, plundering, and so forth. What you talking about gatherings and all these type of things? So remember, our country is burning. Allah alone have mercy on us. And we must turn more and more to all. Allah Read these verses. فَاللَّهُ خَيْرٌ وَهُوَ Almighty Allah alone is the best protector. And He, Almighty Allah, is the most merciful one to show mercy. وَأَدَخِلْنَا فِي رَحْمَتِكَ وَأَنْتَ رَحْمُ الرَّحِمِينَ Ya Allah, envelop us in your mercy. Ya Allah, have mercy on all of us. We are guilty, Ya Allah, but you are Arhamu Rahimin. Ya Allah, God, protect our women, our children, our masajid, our masjids are getting burned, the churches are getting burned. Imagine what is happening in front of our eyes.
So, Ya Allah, have mercy on us, Ya Allah. Then, Hasbuna Allah wa ni'mal wakil. Fa ni'mal mawla wa ni'mal nasir. Give our charity. Beg Allah to change those unfavorable conditions to favorable. You can see the fear on the people. The malls where there's no looting, but they're closing up. Cape Town, I was listening to the news. One o'clock before my tafsir, they say in Cape Town, there's no looting. But the biggest mall there closed and so forth. So see the fear that people were living in. So I beg you, let us read our five daily salat on time. Let us start fasting whatever we can. One, two, three, four fast. Let us, inshallah, give out more charity. Zakat we have to give is compulsory. And inshallah, family ties. We are not talking, speaking to somebody. Make salam to them and so forth. So in that way, inshallah, it will draw Allah's mercy. Make dua for the corrupt politicians and so policemen also taking uh, daru and alcohol and all. So what do you expect then, you know? So I don't say all but some of them so you must remember make dua for them Allah Ta'ala guide them South Africa I always say is a beautiful country but the biggest virus in this country is the corruption the crime and the crooks that run it remember that may all may Allah envelop us in his mercy 2.30 to 3 Madrasa on A by Mona Zahid Khan 3 to 3.30 the repeat of the Q&A 3.30 to 4 Ashara Zil Hijjah Kifazilat Mufti Takhi the virtues of the first 10 days inshallah of Zul Hijjah 4 to 5 Hazrat Bahadi radiallahu anhu by Sheikh Mumtazul Haq and then inshallah will be Mona Khalid's program 5 to 7 7 to 7.30 the repeat of today's tafsir 7.30 to 8 Ma Yunus Patel Rahimullah's advices 8 to 10 inshallah will be the live Q&A Mona Arafat Hatia myself inshallah Laziz and then will be the 10 to 11 the Urdu lecture by Mufti Tariq Masood inshallah Laziz and remember tomorrow Tuesday night Wednesday night Thursday Friday night after Maghrib 6 o'clock to 7 we will have a special program and it will be about Zilhijjah, Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam, Qurbani, Hajj, various related issues between 6 and 7 on all three radio stations, Radio Lansar International, Sirius FM and Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah al Jama'ah, Barakallahu Fiqh, Salaamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah.